Welcome to Celebrate Cultivate, a podcast about celebrating the good in life and cultivating more of what you want. I'm your host, Kayleen Elise. My intention is to offer deep breaths and ideas for appreciating the magic in everyday life. I'm here to help you listen to your intuition, trust your inner wisdom, and act with inspiration. Let's get to it. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Celebrate Cultivate podcast. I am your host, Kayleen Elise Seuss, and this is episode 148. Today, we are going to talk about the wisdom that comes from reflecting on the past and learning from those experiences, the power of being fully present in the moment, and the value of envisioning and looking into the future. We're going to talk about how exploring different perspectives can enhance your everyday life, the way you make decisions, the relationships you have, and your overall well-being. This is going to be a short and sweet episode, just something to get you thinking, give you some ideas, and an opportunity to kind of look back and look ahead into the future. So the idea for this episode is really out of something that I realized recently, which is that it is 2023, and 10 years ago, a lot of things started to happen in my life, things that I really, really had been wanting for so long. The first being that my husband and I, who were dating at the time, we got engaged in May of 2013. We had been dating for like six years, I think. So it was a long time coming. And Adam, my husband, he always said that when he was done with business school, that we would get engaged. But we had moved in together. We had moved to a different town for his business school. Like we had done a lot. We had been through a lot as a couple, uh, some health situations, I had had back surgery. We had lived life and yet we still were not engaged. (laughs) And I just remember like believing and knowing that he was the one and that we would be together, but also being like, come on, man, like it has been a long time. And so sure to his word, the day that he finished classes, that's the day that he proposed. The rest is history. You know, it was, it doesn't really matter to me now that we had been dating for so long. And I think we very easily could have gotten engaged a few, like two years into our relationship and things would have been totally fine. But of course, everything happens in the perfect and right timing. I totally believe that. But when we celebrated our 10-year engagement anniversary at the beginning of May, it really kind of brought me into this place of looking at, wow, how much has happened this last 10 years? Because that was really just the start of it. And then thinking about 10 years from now, where do I want to be? Where am I going to be? And how can that energy of Kayleen in 2033, how can that energy and information support me with where I am now? So you can totally do this in your own life. Like you can pause right now and you can just think a little bit about where were you that year of 2013 
And where do you want to be in 2033? Because, you know, if you think about like, how old will your children be? Where do you think you'll be living? Like some of those details can kind of help like give you some idea and perspective into this visioning. And it can really just help you gain some perspective and a little bit more of like a bird's eye view of where you are today. So to talk a little bit about where I was in 2013, after we got engaged, we moved cross country, well, not totally across the country, but across many states. We moved from North Carolina to Austin, Texas, and we moved into a high rise down on 2nd Street in the heart of downtown Austin. We also went on a big trip to Europe. It was our first time traveling really anywhere big and definitely out of the country. It was my first time getting stamps on my passport. And I remember that Europe trip was not associated with my husband's job at all, um, but we had traveled a lot more for work. And I went along with him after that first trip. And I remember being in Paris and looking at him and saying, I want to come back here next year. And he kind of laughed at me because he was like starting a new job and we were starting this new life. And we had like spent a lot of money on this Europe trip and he had just graduated business school. So we had, you know, a little bit of debt. And he was like, okay, Kayleen, like just enjoy the trip that we're on right now. Like stop making plans for the future. But we did end up going back to Paris the next year and the year after. So I did totally manifest that and setting those intentions and sprinkling them, you know, across our travels really did uh, kick something off that became a big part of us. We traveled a ton for the next several years and covered a lot of cities on the map in Europe, in Asia. We went to Australia. Uh, we went to Fiji. You know, we we did cover a lot of ground and it was totally because we had that first trip to Europe to celebrate him finishing business school, to celebrate our engagement. And then it was like, okay, this is something that we really like doing together that we had never done before. That same year, my husband also started his job, which he's been at for 10 years now. And so we really are kind of in this current state of full circle moments where we are no longer new to Austin. We've lived here for 10 years. And there's just so many little pieces of that where if you don't pause to look at it and consider and think like how much has changed and how much you've grown, it can be really hard to kind of feel that growth in the moment of where you are right now. In 2013, I definitely dreamt of having a home, having a family, having my own business. There are so many pieces of my current everyday life that I wanted so bad in 2013. And if I could go back and talk to Kayleen at 2013, I would just say to her, chill out. It's all coming. Like you're going to have everything that you want. Because when I look at my current present moment, like where I am right now, I have three children ages six, five, and one and a half. I have my own business. I have a beautiful home that we just redesigned and redecorated to feel even more like us. I have a lot of support in 
really strong friendships. I have an amazing full-time nanny. We have family that doesn't live in town, but still makes it to visit us quite a bit in town. We have the opportunity to travel a fair amount within reason, within the country. You know, having those three little kids, I'm not one to really be super excited about big traveling right now. Um, but we did take our our almost seven-year-old. We took him to Japan with us when he was eight months old. So we have traveled with a child. <laughs> the three kids is a whole nother thing that I uh, still not sparking a lot of inspiration and joy on me to uh, travel too much with all three kids. But you know, there is just a lot, like I said, a lot of what I wanted 10 years ago, I have it. And that is just so amazing to pause and think about, but it is definitely something that I don't really sink into appreciation all that much, Uh, at least until I started to realize that I'm in this little full circle vortex moment that I'm like, okay, yeah, I want to talk about it on the podcast and I want to feel it a little bit more. And I want to share this with you because if you look back 10 years and you have everything that you really wanted 10 years ago, like think about how much appreciation and awe that person that you were 10 years ago would have for the moment that you're in right now. Like that is powerful stuff. Of course, the number of lessons that I've learned in the last 10 years is, I mean, too many to count, but Some of the big transformations that have happened is my journey into motherhood and realizing that being a mom is the best gift that I could ever have. I mean, it really has been something I I can't even describe or put into words how much it means to me to be a mother to the three children that are in my life. But it's also come with plenty of challenges, of course, and so many learning opportunities. And most importantly, it is totally different than what I expected. So what I had as my vision of motherhood and who I would be as a mother and then who I actually am and what my day-to-day looks like, they couldn't be farther from each other. And so that last six, seven years has really been unwinding all of that and coming into my own and, and learning who I am as a mother and letting that be okay, letting that be perfect and growing in that identity as opposed to what I thought I would be or what I think I should be. And the other big piece is, of course, learning to listen to my intuition and having the language and the practice around it, because I always did listen to my intuition. I totally knew what my gut was telling me, and I always felt very guided, but I also felt a lot of tension between my mind and what my mind thought I should do and what my coaches and my teachers and my bosses and, you know, even boyfriends, you know, all of these people, what other people think I should do, what society thinks you should do, and then what I felt called to do. And it's not like I have this like super alternative viewpoint, but even like a little bit off of what you feel to be good and true for you can have a very disaligning impact. So learning how to listen to my intuition, having the language and the practice and being able to cultivate that and then share it with others, start my own business and really come into my own as a coach. I mean, I feel after having done 120 something one-on-one sessions with clients and guiding countless group activities and just really 
deepening my experience and my knowledge of working with individuals and helping them hear their inner voice. It has given me so much confidence in my own intuition, but also in the collective. Like it has given me so much peace and trust and love for us, us, all of us, because I know what's inside of all of us. It's this amazing, wisdom-filled, loving, eternally generous and just genius piece of us that we all have inside of us that you just have to learn how to tap into, listen, and trust. And it's incredible when you can do that. So again, what's the next piece of this? We're we're looking back, we're anchoring into gratitude and appreciation for the present moment, being present, and then we're looking ahead. So where do you want to be in 2033? This has been kind of something that I've been exploring and playing with the last few weeks because in 2013, if you asked me, where do you want to be in 10 years? I had a quick, easy answer. I knew exactly what I wanted 10 years from now or 10 years from then. But if you ask me what I want from 10 years from now, I really have no idea. And that is not something that I feel ashamed to say. I'm kind of excited by the fact that I don't know what I want in the next 10 years. I don't know if I want to still be in this house or if I want us to move. I don't know. I do know that I want to be doing this. I would love to still be podcasting and coaching and helping women connect to their intuition. Maybe I've written a book in 10 years. Maybe I've published a book. That would be really, really cool. Yeah, I don't know about my family. Like, it's just mind boggling to think about like how much the children will change in 10 years time. The way our day looks and what our responsibilities are and what their responsibilities are will be so vastly different in like a realm that I can't even comprehend because I'm in the land of littles right now and they will be full on teenagers in 10 years. So that is like, I just, I know that I don't know that. I was thinking about this last night because I carried my six-year-old who's almost seven up the stairs. And I was thinking like, oh man, like I've still got it. Like I'm still strong. I can carry him all the way up the stairs. And granted, he's not huge. He weighs 45 pounds. But I was thinking as I was rocking the baby to sleep, he's one and a half. He was huge at birth. He was 10 pounds, seven ounces at birth. So he's, I mean, he's on track to be a big boy. And I was thinking about, okay, in six years from now, can I carry the baby up the stairs. I'll be 44. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, now I have a new goal, which is to be strong and vital and healthy six years, 10 years from now. So that is, I really do have like a very clear vision of what I want in terms of my vitality and my energy levels and my wardrobe and my vibe and all of that, like skincare. I'm beauty and hair. Like, I think I have a pretty strong handle on what I want 10 years from now in that realm. So it's really around, I guess, family and our home. And then just like, generally speaking, I have much less clear goals for 10 years from now than I did in 2013, looking to today. And I think that's totally fine. If you are in a position where you're feeling similar to me and you're like, yeah, you know, I did have a lot of direction and now I'm just kind of in the soup. Like I wanted to make the soup, I made the soup and now I'm in the soup. (laughs) That's how I feel. And I just want you to know that's totally okay. 
It also has to do with if you're in this journey of listening to your intuition and trusting the universe and practicing or allowing and getting to a place where you're kind of disentangling from all of these identities that you've carried your whole life, then you might be looking out into the vast wildflower field in front of you and thinking, well, all possibilities are potential. And there's many, many ways that it could go. And I just know that I want to continue down the path of listening to my intuition and trusting what I hear and acting in inspiration and living a beautifully incredible, aligned and inspired life. That's my dream. That's my vision. But it is a lot less specific than it was in 2013 when I said, well, I'd like to get married. I want to buy a house. I want to have children. I would have told you I wanted to have four. (laughs) And I probably would would have been happy having all four in that 10-year time span. At least my mind would have been happy with it. I don't know. In all practicality, remember when I said how motherhood was very different than what I thought it would be? I think I had some learning to do there for sure. And we all do. That's totally fine. So there is incredible power to looking in this present moment and then looking ahead. All of these are just kind of taking yourself out of the issues in this current present moment and the things that are bugging you, the stuff on your to-do list, all of that, and just giving you, again, a vantage point, a new perspective. When you think about yourself in 2013 and what that person would have told you today about their life and the things they're struggling with and you know what they want, just think about that and hold compassion for yourself 10 years ago. And then tell that person, all of the amazing, incredible things that you've done in the last 10 years. And then if you need a little boost, if you need some perspective or you need help making a decision, you can obviously always go to your inner voice. But another thing that you can play with is zooming out and going and sitting with your future self in 2033 and asking them for some advice and input. Now, of course, you're asking yourself for advice and input, but just playing with that perspective can be very, very helpful. So, Do what you can, do what feels inspiring, do what feels good, but take this with you today and see where you can play with it. Even as you're driving to work or you're going to pick up the kids while you're washing dishes or answering emails, whatever you're doing, you can just like pop into that feeling of you 10 years ago or pop into that feeling of you 10 years from now. Maybe you want to zoom out further. Uh, Maybe 10 years isn't enough time. Maybe you zoom back 20 years. For me, 10 years really just like sunk into place because of circumstances in my existing life that made me realize how much has happened in the last 10 years. So if you've moved 12 years ago, maybe you use 12 years as the benchmark. Whatever it is, trust yourself, trust your intuition and play with this and see how that power of perspective can help you in your relationships, in your communication, in the joys of your present moment. Because there's just so much value to be gained by shifting your perspective ever so slightly. So that's it for today's episode. I hope you give this a try. If you do, let me know on Instagram. I'm at Keenleen Elise and share this episode with someone who you think you could use a little shift in perspective or a little sprinkle of magic. Thank you so much for listening. Visit KeenleenElise.com for links and notes from today's episode. Connect with me on Instagram. I'm at Keenleen Elise. Please share this pod with anyone who could use a little extra magic in their everyday life. 
stay tuned for the next episode. I'll talk to you then.